All right, we've got Brandon Long on the podcast. He's a guy who went from not drafted in the Challenger League to winning gold at PPA Red Rock men's doubles with Tyson. Um, That's an interesting situation, how that happened. All right, we've got Brandon Long on the podcast. He's a guy who went from not drafted in the Challenger League to winning gold at PPA Red Rock men's doubles with Tyson. Um, That's an interesting situation, how that happened. I wasn't playing with Tyson. Next thing you know, he wins with Tyson, beats me in the semifinals. And everybody's talking about him. So thank you for coming on. I had to get him on. So Good to be here. So we have to ask you, I've heard from a lot of people that you've been playing for a really long time, but you've just recently gotten a ton better. Um, when did you start playing pickleball? I started playing pickleball like 16 years ago when I was in high oh, school. Oh, okay. Uh, so my mom knew about the sport and she bought a whole set and net and everything. And there's enough space in my parents' driveway to set up a court. So we used to play every day uh, or every Friday uh, in high school with all my friends. And uh, it was super fun. And we used to play two points if you tag the person. So I was okay. born in fire and I know you say you're the hardest hitting person <laughs> in pickleball, but I still have never had the ball hit at me as hard as uh, my friends in high school. And we were playing two points to hit the person. Yeah. That's a, that's an interesting dynamic. If you can get two points for a body bag, I bet you'll hit the ball a little harder. Yeah, um, I mean, worse yeah. than the two points was yeah how demoralizing it was when everyone was laughing at you. Yeah. Getting hit. You know, I, I don't really get hit often, but when I do, it just makes me laugh. Like I actually, for whatever reason, I kind of like it. I don't know if that's a, honestly, I'm kind of with you because I feel like it also pumps me up for the next one. I'm like, all right, you just drilled me. It's on now. Now I don't feel bad if I hit you. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't feel bad anyways. I'm going for the, for the full bag, but, um, so when, so you've been playing for 16 years, so you're the definition of like, a. you've been doing it for a while. When did you start to get like serious and actually play a lot? Um, well, so I've known Kyle for like Kyle Yates for a long time, like seven, eight years, something like that for a long time. And like, I played some tournaments then, but I mostly just played with my best friends for anything local around here. Um, I played with Ben when he first started, uh, someone brought him out to the courts to me and said, this kid's going to be really good. You should play with him. And to myself, I'm like, everyone says their kid's going to be good. Right. Or (laughs) it wasn't his parents, but it was someone else. I'm like, everyone thinks that. So yeah, whatever. Um, but, uh, obviously turned out to be true this time. Uh, so I knew them for a while. I I played some tournaments just casually, but I was doing some other things. I wasn't taking it very serious. And it was only, I'd say maybe like the past two years I started taking more seriously. Okay. And you didn't never played any tennis or anything like that. I played tennis in high school, but I hated it. So I quit and did decide not to play college. Yeah, I hated it also, but I just didn't quit and played in college, unfortunately. But I think I I was like 16 or 17 and I lost a match to a kid that I thought was not very good. And I said, I'm done. And my coach said, all right, that's fine. I'll see you tomorrow. And I said, no, you won't. And I didn't pick up a racket (laughs) for 10 years. Wow. I mean, I probably should have done the same thing. Pickleball is so much more fun than tennis. Way more fun. Way more fun. It's not even close. So you didn't get drafted to the Challenger League at Mm -hmm. first. And I actually, for those who don't know, nobody knows this. I made a bet with my friend and I said, Brendan Long will be the first player to go from not being drafted in the challenger league to going straight to the premier league. And I said this 
months ago. I've been on the Brandon Long hype train before anybody. And now I'm pissed off because people are like, oh, Brandon Long, you know, you're probably mad that he beat you. I'm like, no, I've been saying he was good this whole time. Um, so now you've all but basically guaranteed that I win that bet. You're yeah. going to be in the Premier League. You know it. I, I know hope, it. I hope so. I, I thought I was going to be drafted in the first place. So I don't know. I mean, at this point, you've got to be. So let me ask you this first. What was going through your head when you didn't get drafted to the Challenger League, when you knew you were top five in the Challenger League? Uh, well, as the draft is going on, like, well, first off, before the draft started, a bunch of people, especially a lot of guys, were texting me saying, Brendan, you are clearly a first round pick and I'm the best right side guy that's in the draft. So when you get picked first, I need you to get me drafted on your team because I'm the best right side guy there is, okay? Mm -hmm. And then I didn't get drafted and they did. <laughs> and they're all like, what is going on? But besides that, as the draft was going on, a lot of people were texting me saying like, I'm, I'm telling my owner to pick you. So honestly, as I was falling down through the draft, I just kept thinking, that's great. My team is just going to be better. If I'm just one of the last guys in the draft, I'm just going to have the best team. I just feel like I'm one of the best men left there. So if I get picked last, our team's just going to be sick. Okay. And then yeah. so I was like, okay, this is awesome. I don't even care that I'm falling down. It's fine. And then like, I didn't hear much, but a lot of people are telling me they also didn't hear anything. So I was like, oh, I'll just probably know tomorrow. It's not a big deal. And then tomorrow or, or almost like, so pretty late in the night, someone sent me like the full draft list. And I was like, this sucks. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're probably looking at that list like, okay, Matt Manassi. <laughs> I mean, that's a whole nother situation, but that was shocking to me. And people were saying, you know, I mean, there was other guys that didn't get drafted. I don't know, Ed and Leica maybe, but it's not really. Um, I think those situations now are pretty, it's pretty clear that your situation was way different than those situations. I mean, you not getting drafted was insane. Um, so now for next MLP, if you had to guess, where do you think, and this is just a guess, you know, we'll say you have to give us the number of male pick. So there's 24 no, males. Okay, I was going to ask, ask that. 20, out of 24 out of 48? Yeah. Okay, I'm out of 24? Yep. Well, I think an issue in the past that I think something that hurt me for especially the premier draft before is that people didn't think I could play right. Okay. That's one thing that I'm glad this weekend that I feel like I, I played a pretty solid right in, in yep. the fifth, which is something that I practice a lot because a lot of the guys around me here are right side guys. So when we drill, I end up being forced to drill right anyways. So I'm very comfortable there. So I think that hurt me in the past, but being able to prove that in the finals, I, I can play and win on the right. I think that's going to help my stock. So for sure, I, obviously I don't think I'm a first 12 guy. Um, I, I mean, I think I am, but I don't think to the owners I'm the first 12 guy yet, even though I've won. Um, not yet, but, but I think, I think I am, but I don't think I will get picked. And I think that's reasonable, but I don't know, 20, 20. Yeah. And, okay. and I, again, I think I can, I think I can slot into left or right and then yeah. play a really strong mix as well. That's important because like, especially towards the end of the premier league draft, if you're a guy getting taken, you're usually going to be looking to play the right, right? Right. And the top guys are on the left. Yeah. And that, that was, that was, I think an issue in the past for me that just people had just never seen me play on the right before. So they, they couldn't. So coming down to the second half of the, of the draft is just not looking great if you can't do that, but I can. And I think now hopefully people know that. And you can play singles, you know? Yeah. My singles is fine. I yeah. Do. I mean, you're not me, but you can play singles. You can yeah, play. We'll, it. we'll see. 
We'll see. This could bite me in the butt. I mean, you, we might end up replaying this clip and then it's like, oh, Brendan Long. Like, That's takes good, yeah. <laughs> Say as many of those things as you can so that I can just get get social media fodder when I when I play you in singles. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. Uh, we can't keep motivating Brendan Long out here. He's already, he's got enough <laughs> bulletin board material. So going into Red Rock, you've got two great partners. You've got Tyson and Viv. What was going through your mind? Like, what were your expectations heading into Red Rock? What was your thought process? Uh, I, really, honestly, I was pretty sure I was we were going to make the finals. I was going to make the finals in one. And honestly, I thought it was much more likely to make the finals in mixed. I, I thought we had a pretty good shot, like a reasonable shot in most. But I played with Viv in the past, and we mesh really well, and we play really well. So I thought that was actually our likeliest to make it. We ended up not playing as well uh, as I think we can. Um, but, uh, you know, that motivated me even more to play with Tyson. Well, Viv had some issues with her paddle, didn't she in mixed? Yeah, she had some issues with her, her paddle breaking in the middle of our semis match. Um, (laughs) that didn't, that didn't help. And then I also had the most, I think the most unluckiest thing that's ever happened to me in a match in the match after that, in the middle of a point, a bug flew into my eye. Okay. Oh, wow. And then Hayden just dinked it at me and it just rolled right by me. <laughs> in my one good eye, I saw the I saw the ball just roll right by me for a winner. Oh gosh. So you guys, so you guys got to what place did you finish in mixed? Uh I don't know exactly what it was. Seven, eight or something like that. We went, we got to the corners, quarters lost and then lost again. Whatever that got is. It. Well, it's tough. I mean, the paddle, like the carbon paddles are breaking left and right. It's you know, it's a, it's a weird situation, but you definitely salvaged it on men's day. So we don't need to talk about the semis. I don't even remember what happened in the semis. Who knows? Let's talk about the final. That was the sickest final. That might have been the best final of the year because Matt and Riley and Ben and Colin, they play each other every final. It's played out. That final, in my opinion, was I had a mixed match. Like, you know, I was the next on after the next one after that one. And I couldn't take my eyes off your final. And I was like, come on, James, you got to warm up with me. Like, we got to play. I'm like, no, I need to watch Brennan and Tyson. This is the craziest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Tyson has a sitting, I mean, sorry, Deckel has a sitting duck on match point. He's got a four. Yeah, I gave, it, I gave it to him. And he missed it in the net. What uh, What are your thoughts on that match? Uh, I don't know. That was that was a really fun match. Um, we kind of came into the match with a game plan of me cross-courting Deckel. I thought that was a pretty good matchup for us. And I think game one, that looked pretty good. And then games two and three, it didn't look so good. Uh, Deckel was just on one in the the cross court. Like he just wasn't missing and he was hitting them really aggressively and and really well. So the matchup wasn't going um, how we, it went in the first game. Um, And I also tweaked my shoulder a little bit so I couldn't hit the overheads very hard. So um, Tyson and I switched sides and I went to the right um at, and that went much better I, I think what's interesting is Deckel decided to essentially really after we switched continue to keep thinking to Tyson so that was something that was in that was in my head there that that's kind of Deckel's what Deckel was going for he's going to go across no matter what regardless of who was over there which I thought was interesting but overall the match was just super fun Honestly, the, everyone talked to me and was like, that was the most stressful thing I've ever watched in my life that was so intense that was so crazy uh, I, and you know, a lot of my family and my friends and stuff were saying that they, it was hard for them to watch because it was so close and so stressful. But for me, when I was playing, I, I didn't even really feel that much. I had a little lull in the second and third game, but I don't, th- I, 
honestly, yeah, I played a little bit worse, but I think Deckel just played really, really good in that game. Like I, I rewatch it and Deckel is just hitting really good shots. And I'm like, that's not even that bad. Deckel's playing really well. Yeah. And I think in a way it actually helped you to move over to the right and be so solid on the right. Cause just like you said, for being, being late in the MLP premier league, like being able to play both sides is important. And you showed that like, Hey, I'm in a really big match cross court from Colin. You can play the right and you can do it. So that, that matters a lot also. So you've improved a lot, obviously um, immensely in a very short period of time. What have you been doing? Like, have you been changing your training, any specific things that I should know I, so I can copy you? I think it's a combination of, of two things. Uh, one, like last year, um, I was, I switched to drilling a lot, just really drilling. And then honestly, looking at my weaknesses and being like, this is, this is what I would do if I was playing me. Okay. What would I do to beat me? And then working on that. Uh, so really focusing on, on a lot of the things that are weaknesses and just getting out there five, six days a week and just, just focusing on my weaknesses. I know it, it's more fun to hit the balls that I'm good at, but I really focus on the shots that I didn't like that much to be more consistent and hit that. The other thing that happened is about eight, nine months ago, like a uh, Newport last year, however long ago that was, uh, Pablo and I were playing out there and I hurt my back. So I had back injuries for a while before, but I, I really got it under control last year and I thought I was playing the best pickleball in my life and then about eight nine months ago in Newport I heard it again and so bad that I couldn't walk that night I literally slept on the floor because I couldn't stand up enough to get on the bed um I had to get a cortisone shot in my back that helped a little bit and pretty much I haven't told too many people but over the last eight to nine months I pretty much was playing every tournament with sciatica down my leg with complete like numbness in my left foot uh, like really bad pain. Like the only reason I could play was the trainers that I was going to like, were just keeping me barely afloat and like a month and a half ago. So pretty much right before APP, um, Daytona, I, I got it fixed and I, it pretty much no pain in my back or down my leg. So I was just moving much better and able to get to the balls and do the things that I know that I could do when I wasn't hurt. And that really helped. Yeah, I mean, that makes a huge difference. I've tried to play through, I mean, I'm soft. I've had blisters and I'm just like, <laughs> oh, I can't do it. This isn't for me. <laughs> so, you know, it's, uh, but that's impressive. I mean, that's, that's important just to know that obviously, like if you can play through pain, then you can definitely play without pain. And then it makes it probably easier. It's maybe an advantage. There are just so many balls that like, it feels like I can get to it and I can hit the roll. I could attack it. And people are like, you just can't go for that. You're missing it. And I just know that I can make it like that is a makeable shot. That is something that I could do. But when I'm hurt, you're just a step slower. You're hesitant. You're, you're not there. So without the pain, I'm just making the balls that I know I could make that I was missing before. Yeah. So I've got to do a short recap. I mean, nobody cares about my red rock, you know, bronze with Riley. That's, not good. That's not what you want, but I got to talk about it for a little. So I had Red Rock played mixed with Anna. Uh, we got gold, um, which I think going in, we were, if we weren't the favorite, we were top two favorites. Riley and Andrea were maybe there, Jesse and AJ and me and Anna played well. We got, uh, we won three straight games in the final. I think in mixed, I'm definitely showing that I'm, you know, I'm tough to play. Uh, I think that's my best event, uh, either mixed or singles as of now. I mean, men's is just, it's a different game. It takes more time, I've realized. And I like to say, you know, I'd like to use the excuse I've only been playing for about a year and four months, five months, but 
it's time for me to learn how to get to the kitchen, guys, because I got to. It's the 002 is a great paddle, but you got to rein it in. And I have not reined it in yet. Red Rock, the balls are hard, um, particularly the, later. The balls, the balls were flying. Yeah, and I had a tough time getting in. I mean, when me and Riley got into the kitchen, we were very successful, but we couldn't but get to the kitchen. Most matches most of them, but against you guys, I mean, geez, there's got to be a stat. Like we might have made the kitchen half the time against you guys, if not less. So horrible, and that was mostly my fault. If you guys go back and actually don't go back and watch, just don't watch, watch it. it. Watch just. It. <laughs> but mixed is easier. Mixed is mixed is more fun for me. I, I think it's I'm e probably mixed is easier to get in. Oh, it's so much easier to get in, and it suits my strengths. I think I'm right now a lot better at mixed than men's, but I'm going to keep working on the soft game, keep dialing that stuff in, and eventually the men's will come. I don't have the experience that Brandon has 16 years in the game. I need it, but uh, no. It was I mean, not the same then. Every Nobody hit topspin then. It was it was embarrassing. That's true. I'm like the only one hitting a backhand topspin roll, and everyone's like, why are you not slicing it? I'm like, I don't know. Why are you slicing it at all? People said that to me too, because I do the two-handed backhand cross-court roll, and they're like, what are you doing? <clears throat> Like that's I've said that high. for so long. So long I've said two-handed backhand, game theory optimal, best backhand you can hit, okay? And they said, well, how come the best players in the world don't hit it? And I said, because they're not good enough. If that's they were true. good, they were. They would. They're just not good enough yet. You wait years, okay? You wait till people are good and they're going to do it. And it, I've, you, you see it, people are happening now just because it's harder, but it's better. So you have for to, sure. you got to get good. Especially on wide counters. Like if somebody gets you out here and you've got a one-handed backhand, it's not the same as if you can get a two-handed backhand wide counter. I mean, you can crush the thing. Um, so anyway. That's else that I'm working on too. Yeah, I mean, at this point, you should just stop working on stuff, Brandon. I don't want you to keep getting so much better. Just, just take a break, man. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So me and Anna got the golden mixed. Um, and now we've got Newport Beach coming up in two weeks. So... I'll ask you, who are your partners for Newport Beach? Are you going to steal Tyson from me? One of the U.S. Open. Oh, you're playing the U.S. Open. It's like 20 minutes that way. Of course you're playing the U.S. Right Open. Right here. Yeah. 20 minutes from me right now. So I'm not flying all the way to Newport Beach when there's a tournament right here. And there's no PPA pros. You're going to be the best player at the event easily. Well, that didn't stop me last week. That's true. <laughs> So who are you playing with? Who are your partners, mixed and men's? I'm playing with Mill and Rain and mixed. She's a beast. And I'm playing with CJ Klinger. Okay. He's been playing better. I watched him at MLP. He looks solid. He's good. No, he's good. His hands are so fast. Yeah, fast hands, good counters. You guys are going to be a tough team to get through. Yeah, and, and I think he's like one of the start of the new generation that is built for pickleball, right? Uh, Mechanics-wise, um, like building strokes specifically for the best possible shots of pickleball, like the future. Like, you know, a lot of people talk about the new kids coming up, but there is, you know, some stroke mechanic difference between other racket sports and here where uh, CJ's has stroke mechanics built for pickleball. So it's, he's coming in hot. Do you think that's an advantage for players who might have no tennis background, like Dylan Frazier or AJ? Well, I think he plays a little bit of tennis, but I, I think um, it, there's some advantages to it. Right. I think the advantage of tennis is that you just have so many reps in a racket sport with similar stroke mechanics, especially for ground strokes and stuff, that the transition to the small differences in, in certain cases can be made easily. But just, I mean, starting from a junior with the right technique was optimal, right? For sure. I mean, I think it's 
one advantage of maybe not playing tennis is in tennis, you've got like your backhand volley is taught to be like a big, little bit of a bigger swing. You're coming down on it. And if you look at the guys that have no tennis background, there's one common theme. They're a lot better at their bodies often. Like mm -hmm. Dylan's great at his body. AJ's really good at his body. So I think that's one thing that's like, you know, I think you're also good at your body and guys that come from tennis, it takes a little more time, you know, like Federico. I mean, he's getting a little better at his body, but guys like that, you know, it takes time. It takes time. I had to throw a shot at Federico. I can't have a <laughs> podcast with no Federico roast, you know? Yeah. And so. I think ideal is that you're going to, you're going to build the mechanics that allow you to be good at defending your body, but also still having like the solid, the solid ground strokes and things that Federico had. For sure. So this is an important one. I was told that you still have no paddle sponsor. That's true. Yes. What's the deal? I mean, and also you're still not signed with the PPA, obviously. Is the PPA still sleeping on Brendan Long? Are Pickleball Paddle Company still sleeping on Brendan Long? They can't be. Uh, you know, apparently they are. But I think these things take time as well. How much time do they need? You just won gold with time. I don't know. PPA. This is crazy. <laughs> apparently longer than two days. Oh my gosh. So do you have plans on signing with the paddle company or signing with the PPA? Or are you going to stick with the unsigned or at least in terms of PPA and APP? Are you, are you thinking of signing with the PPA this year? Um, I just depends on, depends on what the offers are. Depends on what That's the deal. True. I mean, that's a dumb question. My bad. Of course yeah. it depends on how much money you get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the, honestly, that's the real answer. It depends on yeah how much money there is no that makes a lot of sense okay so what, what would your answer be if you weren't signed my question my answer would be how much are they paying me to show up <laughs> that would be the only criteria um so who are your partners for the rest of the year um in terms of ppas how many ppas are you going to play and who are you playing with um let me, let me look at my schedule <laughs> and also another follow-up question could be like is that kind of changing due to your newfound success i'm sure people are asking you to play more more mixed partners things like that it it is changing um but yeah people are asking me questions um so i only booked really the first half of the year just because good move i, I didn't know what my situation was going to be um I, I was pretty sure i was going to be winning things <laughs> so uh i thought there was probably going to be some changes coming around um, so I only booked the first half. I know the next PPA, I'm, I'm pretty sure the next PPA I'm playing is Atlanta. Got um, it. May and yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm playing with, uh, Bobby and, uh, Johnson Cola for that one. Okay. Uh, and you and, and John I, got fourth at a PPA, didn't you? Yeah. John's good. He is. John's, John is a, John is a, yeah, Selkirk. Uh, John is another one of those guys that I think got, uh, really snubbed for, the MLP and just in general, I feel like people are just really sleeping on him. And I don't know why. Like you, I watch him play and I'm like, it's there. He, yeah. He's good. And especially like him and I synergize really well. He has pretty much everything that I want in a partner. So when I people yeah. say, you know, he they don't think he's, you know, capable of us winning a PPA, I think that that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I think one of the questions about him was, well, when I've played him, obviously he's a great singles player, stud singles player. Um, and I think people from at least what I've heard, have said that maybe he doesn't have like the, the hardest counters, fastest hands, maybe, but I mean, he's got an O2 in his hands now. Yeah, so nice now. <laughs> that changes things. Yeah. I think, I think they were fast before. Um, 
just he wasn't put in the right situations. And now one that the O2 definitely makes everything faster. But even with his previous paddles, I mean, we booked them before he had the O2. So it wasn't it wasn't based on that. Um, but he is he was playing very well with the paddle. And then uh, playing mixed with Bobby and, and she's she's a beast. She I, I say this and I'm very confident in this best strokes in pickleball best form in pickleball and i will He's smooth i will stick behind that like just all around i feel like everyone has something a lot of people have something that that's just weird and they're like i'm like eh, that that's that shot's not the best by them bobby doesn't have that she just has everything i'm like that looks good i don't want to hit it there that's good i don't want to hit it there that's good it's yeah she's got a she's got a little bit of a swag about her as well and you know i i it's tough because if i was that's if i was four foot ten or whatever she is it's not easy to have swag, but she's out there and she makes, I mean, you and her gave me and Jackie a run for our money in PP Orlando. That was actually when I first was like, okay, that's a really tough team. I feel like you hit like seven lines to win that match. We, we, we left that <laughs> match. And I was like, I, I don't know what happened. I felt like we had the momentum. It was looking pretty good. And then James hit the line seven times. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, uh, yeah, it, we, I, I felt like the patterns were good. And then Bobby's just leaving ball. She's like, leave, leave. And it's like line, 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 line. And I'm like, every point, like we walk back to baseline, I go, that was a good leave, Bobby. Just, he's going to miss the next one. And then you just it's a good seven lead. lines in a row. And I was like, ah, well, that sucks. That's life, I, mean, I guess. Honestly, most of my counters are probably going out. It's a good <laughs> leave most of the time against me. But, uh, all right. Well, that's it. I have no more questions for you, Brandon. Uh, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Um, this will be definitely very interesting to see how your game progresses. I mean, obviously you're already so freaking good, but now people are watching and paying attention a lot more. So I'm excited for you and thank you for coming on. Was you asking about my partners? Was that like a, trying to get a feel if you could drop Tyson for me? Oh, trying to see if I was open. Was that what that was? We're gonna have was to like? Edit this part out, guys. <laughs> No, I mean, I don't know. You might steal Tyson from me. We'll see. We did, but we did play well together. You did. He's he's, he's a good partner. I, I don't yeah, mean just as a player, but as a partner, like supportive-wise, strategy-wise, just like communicating-wise, he's a very good partner. Really good. And he's super, yeah, super supportive, great energy. Like just being around him just gets me hyped, you know? Like he is like... Oh, yeah, that too. He's all that. hype. Yeah. Yeah. All right. See you, Brennan. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me on.